right, weirdos, listen up and listen good. You're listening to Kids Get Acquainted with the Internet, a Girl Meets World podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Keith. Tonight we're talking about Season 2, Episode 6 of Girl Meets World, entitled The Tell Tale Tot. Boom, boom. Nice, that was good. That was like, that reminds me of uh, Law & Order. Yeah. <laughs> um, so well, I've been watching since I was four. I've had practice. <laughs> and today we have our first ever sponsor. It's very exciting. We're brought to you by Audible.com, and we'll come back to them in a little bit. All right. So Telltale Tot. I think we have some varying opinions on this episode. Probably. So, we usually do. So get That's ready. That's what keeps guys. it interesting. <laughs> and we're going with our old our style from Premiere Week, where we're going a little bit more. Like semi-edited, and we're not going scene by scene. That's why Damn, I want. Damn, are you I w- saying that premiere week wasn't drawn and edited? <laughs> it was semi-edited. <laughs> so we're not going scene by scene. This is more first reactions. Plot twist. Yeah. All right. So Caitlin, we'll start with you. What did you think of Telltale Talk? Okay, so it's interesting because I really liked a lot of the comedy. Mm. It was it was good fast-paced comedy. But I had some issues. I wasn't fully on board with the Josh Aya stuff. The mm. Mosh, I don't know what you call it. What, what what you youngins call it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It didn't fully work for me. I actually kind of felt bad for Josh in this episode, and I felt like Maya was more rational. I had I had issues with Maya in this episode, um, but I thought Riley was really funny. Rowan's acting was great. Mm-hmm. The tot was so fuzzy. Yeah. Um. So you're saying that more. It sounds more positive than I think you are. No, <laughs> I hated the tot. <laughs> It was so, that like if, if any of you see a tater tot like that in your cafeteria, you bring it. Call the police <laughs> <laughs> or go to a therapist. <laughs> any of any of the above. I just want to point out that I and think the health that inspector. I think Topanga passed on her psychosis of looking in mirrors and seeing things. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time we're seeing a real trait from Topanga passed on to Ryan. Nice. All right. So I'm just gonna uh, make this a little quicker and I'll grade it. Um, I'm gonna give it. I think a, a B, maybe a B minus. Because mm-hmm. um, like I said, love the comedy, had a couple issues, we'll get into that. Cool. Keith, you're up. Um, I'm probably going to get some uh, hate for this. but yeah, Oh, can someone give Keith hate mail for once? <laughs> Why is it that whenever they ask for hate mail, I get it, guys? Because they know it just bounce off of him. I'm so beautiful. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to give this episode more of a C minus. I, I thought that a lot of the side comedy was really good. I loved a lot of stuff with uh, with Rowan, but you know I, I just really do think the central message of the episode and, and sort of the morality of the episode was really skewed. And I think again we have an example of an episode in which we we have this hook, we have this presentation of this is what the story is going to be about, and the actual drama or melodrama of the episode kind of connects to it. But it really is the bigger theme is about something entirely different, which, I, and this is one of the cases why I think it did not work out well in that way. Mm-hmm. All right, so I was a lot more positive about it. I watched it all on my own, and then I watched it again with them. Um, they have some legitimate points, so I am bringing my grade down from what my original grade was. I'm probably going to give it a B plus. I really, really like the humor. This is actually my favorite episode for comedy of all the episodes. Really? And I, I think that there are some... Ever or season two? Or I would say mean? probably ever. Actually, I, I thought like, it was what, really what consistently funny. 
What other specific things? Um, you? I really liked the Corey Topanga age gap thing. Yeah. I really liked uh, Maya sleep in class and then I never wake you yeah. up. Followed yeah. by that, I really liked the sorority girl. The yeah. entire thing. Yeah, I really enjoyed the, yeah. the side humor stuff. Um, and I also, you guys both gave props to Rowan, which I totally will do. But whether you like or dislike Maya's writing in this episode, I actually think Sabrina did a really good job. I think that she yes, was her acting yeah. was good. I think yeah. she was really funny, and I think that she portrayed the drama pretty well. I, I I totally can see having issues as far as her writing or whatever. I I have but, no problems with Sabrina's performance, yeah. but yeah. I think the writing around Maya yeah. gets really muddy in this episode. Mm-hmm. And I think that there is. I, I don't think that I quite share all of your opinions, but I definitely can see your points of view, and we'll definitely get into more. I, I also want to point out I really loved Augie in this episode. I think this is, this is how I want Augie to be used. Mm-hmm. I, like, I, I definitely liked the concept of Augie, yeah. and, how, and like, I own you, mm-hmm. and all of that. I, yeah, I thought that was, that like, him in these small little spurts, I also, like, like, every time he said a little line, like, there weren't big moments, but every time he said, like, like, he commented on how uh, Maya was acting and things like that. I think that he just delivered his lines well, and he didn't take away, he just added. Yeah, even, even when they weren't in the room together, I liked the interaction, and you get to see more of the relationship between Augie and Riley, because we, ever since brother, mm-hmm. ever since she met her brother, we haven't had that. <laughs> um. You know, and I actually, I'm interested in the fact that they're bringing in this mild antagonism of him, I I own you. Like yeah. being the weasel. He, he, he comes, yeah. He comes. Well, basically, in. he has he has a plot. You know. Yeah. It, well, it felt like um, Morgan when yeah. she right. when she uses Eric. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, and like Ma- come on, mall boy. Right, yeah. and I'm glad they did that. But there's just something about the presentation about how he wanders into the room mm-hmm. that's just too convenient. It's a little bit too much of pure setup. Because we've for never me. seen that before. Right. I I think mm-hmm. that they could have. I just think that the beginning of that scene. Because that is an important scene for him in this, as far as yeah. where they're taking that character. I just think the beginning of that scene wasn't. I definitely great. agree that it would have been like a much stronger thing if we had just seen in a previous episode him coming and staying. Or if, like, part. when the girls were sneaking out, he was like on the um, couch with Corey, like watching like a scary movie. Or yeah. if he just had a more tangible, just any more tangible reason than I, can I sleep with you tonight out of I, nowhere. I don't think that's crazy though it's like no it isn't but it's just it's sloppy is what i'm saying i guess but i really liked the twist there because i was really expecting i mean we all totally were like oh now they're gonna do the boring thing and have him find out right but but at least even like you're saying like if he was watching a scary movie or something like that yeah and then he was like he didn't want Corey to like know that he was scared of the movie because Corey let him watch it. if that was a quick side plot where he was watching a movie and Corey said somebody like, oh, don't come crying to me, or Topanga yeah. said, don't come crying to me, and then you just have him, and he comes in, but then he, in a weird twist of events, it, it uh, changes our expectations in that not only is he going to stop being afraid, he's also going to take some of his own agency by saying, I'm now going to have control here. I mean, I totally, I don't disagree that, there are, that they could have done it better. I just totally think that's a totally reasonable, realistic explanation. Yeah, I don't want to be like nitpicky, which, yeah. but I, I, I think, think these I are think fun. I think, I think they're trending, nitpicky. I think they're trending towards good, yeah. and I agree with that. I'm yeah. just saying, there's just always something mm. that I'm always, I'm looking at these scenes and I'm like, okay, in theory that's good, but in practice... You could have done this. You could have done that. Why? Why is it that you you're taking these easy outs all the yeah. time? Uh, so we have also haven't gone that much into the tot, and I I, so I don't fuzzy. know that I'd go as far as to say that I liked the tot, but I didn't. I was expecting to hate it, and I really didn't hate it, even though yeah. it was crazy. Yeah. It was definitely crazy, but I thought that there were definitely some good jokes involved there. 
And uh, you guys actually missed a few of them because we missed you guys missed the tag because it got cut off by the DVR. Yeah. There are a few really good ones. Still haven't learned about. No. <laughs> um, right, why, when will we learn? Yeah. Because he also had interacted with Augie at the end and the thing. Yeah. That this is why we need funny. Jeremy Pape to be here. Yeah. yeah. He can he can record it on VHS and mail them to us. <laughs> No, yeah. yeah okay, One so day shipping. I, I, Amazon's I, already on that. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. I expected to hate the taunt more, and even though I don't love it, I don't have as much of a problem with the physical design it's of the so prop. Fuzzy. As, Imagine yeah. that top going down your throat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel I, the fuzz in your throat. I don't know. So I'm, I'm, I'm a little torn as far as the look of it because when I first yeah. saw it, just in the promos. Yeah. And we're not going to read Jeremy Pape's email, but he had emailed and said, like, the promos did this show episode not, no justice at all. Like, it yeah. looked really terrible. And it that happens a good. lot. I don't yeah. understand it. Uh, well, so when I, when I saw it guess in the promo, I was like, this looks really cheap and, like, like something. This is going to be the gimmick of the episode. Yeah, like yeah. a really dumb thing. And so, But then when I saw it in context, I, I think that it worked. Like it, like, it could have been better, but I don't think it was bad. And yeah. I also do give the people props for acting with the puppet. Like, yeah. it's, it's a yeah, time no. What I and One of the things I just really feel is, um, yes, I guess it's playful. It's a tater tot. That's fun. Mm-hmm. It's funny. But I think there's a big missed opportunity. Like, if this episode... If it wasn't a basketball that, like, rolled by in the college yeah, dorm. I, I just feel like if they're going to go Poe, they yeah. have the opportunity to inject a little bit of flair, like... Or something get like a little bit like sixty one, you know what I mean? It doesn't mm. they don't have to go back in time, but they can get a little bit noir. Yeah. They can take a little bit of this kind of Poe feeling and inject it in there. Yeah. And it couldn't have, if it was it could have been something other than a tater tot, or even it could have been a tater tot, but there could have been something yeah. a little bit more macabre, it could have been a little bit more of this gothic kind of things. Yeah. There could be humor in there too. But I think that even if they had some subtle jokes in there, like, you know, Instead of a pigeon, there was a raven that followed them or something. <laughs> no, I, I just like feel... that. Yeah. I am going to say, I'm going to defend Keith's nitpickiness because you're talking to two really big Poe fans. Mm. Well, you could also... Well, before we get off into about about the whole Telltale Top yeah. thing, I do want to say, so, uh, Liv and Maddie also did a take on Telltale Heart. I was going to say the Tot. No, they yeah. didn't do the Tot. Um, and their, their thing was a little bit more straightforward, and I'm not saying that I necessarily liked that episode overall better, but yeah. I think their usage of it, the whole idea was that one sister was was going to get into like Junior Olympics basketball stuff, yeah. and the other sister saw the mail that said whether she got in and didn't want her to leave and go away for a long time, so she hid it in like her wall behind the picture. Yeah. And so like, she's trying to sleep, and the other sister is up all night, can't sleep, and is bouncing her basketball, uh-huh. And so that's the heartbeat. Oh. See, and that's interesting because, yes, it's more direct, but it's also, yeah. it's a kind of knowing yeah. humor yeah. that I think that works well. Yeah. And it worked really well because the, like, the picture they they had... Like they bounce on the wall. Well, yeah, it was that picture is, like, a iconic, like, symbol of their sisterhood that, they, like, uh-huh. goes throughout the series. Yeah. And so, like, it's hidden behind there. It's all, it's like, there's yeah. some, like, nice, fun, silly yeah, symbolism right. going on. Yeah. And so, I, I think that that, especially, and because the basketball thing is in reality, like, a real right. thing, yeah. that works more for me than... No, I get that. Yeah, um, the taught. It's, uh, where did they get the taught idea? Is it... I mean, I like... It we... is arbitrary. Um, I thought it, it was funny it fit, with Corey. It fit Corey, and it honestly, like, I made the joke about the, the I... psychosis thing, but it in a really weird way, fits Riley's character. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. not like it... I believe it because it's Riley. Like, it gets... Yeah. And then they have crazy fun with it and make Augie and Sabrina and Maya deal with it too, but... So let's... Can we... Let's take a break out into kind of a big question yeah. that I have, I guess. I, I mentioned this earlier where I think that the, the lesson or morality of this episode is one which is a little bit dissonant from the actual hook. Mm-hmm. So if the hook is the telltale heart, it's about 
the sort of the guilt, the moral, the conscious kind of element of it. It's the it's the secret that's being held or not being held. Yeah, there's that. Mm-hmm. But if I was to break this down and say what is this episode about, I would say this episode is about. Um, you know, personal growth, who's mm. mature and who's not mature and one yeah. of the reasons yeah. and, and like, how do you get mature? Yeah. That, what I would say, is the big idea of Which this. Which is interesting well, because that's and, and, really and about relationships, to... right? Yeah, well, the core, the core line, I'm, I'm trying to, trying to pra- paraphrase here, the core line is from the girls that they then sort of repeat is that, you know, you don't grow from like big gestures that are based around doing something for someone else. Yeah. You grow the from the little things that you yourself. do for yourself yeah. and to help yourself grow. And so that doesn't... I mean, like, there's connect. They're saying the little thing she picks connects with that because the little thing is listening to her conscience and actually. Right. But and, I, and I've said this before in other episodes. I can't remember which ones right now, but mm. I, I think it was squirrels actually. Yeah, is the one that I remember. Um, you know, you have this initial kind of hook. This is what they presented the first half. This is what mm. the episode's about. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then you get at the end. Okay, you kind of have half of that in there, but the actual surprise is there's sort of this other thing that kind of fits. And I think that mm-hmm. sometimes it's nice, sometimes it's yeah. a subtlety, it's a nuance, and other times it's more of a, why did you do that for me? So I guess, stemming off of your big question, I kind of have a big question. If we're going to focus on Telltale Heart, yeah. and you know the idea of guilt and everything, who do you think um, should feel or does feel more guilt in this episode, Josh or Maya? Now, I, That's interesting. Yeah, because I feel like they both did because, you know, Maya confessed about going and she felt bad that she even went there and was, like, kind of crashing Josh's quote-unquote yeah. party. Um, but Josh is obviously being ganged up on in yeah. College Storm. Though, to be fair, okay, we should also point out, okay, so the episode gangs up on him. Maya and Riley don't. Right? No, but the, it's, it's the, the college This, is, this is just like yeah. the Farkle argument. It's not yeah. about the characters, it's about the yeah. context for these right. characters. And Maya and Riley don't, but the college yeah. kids do yeah. gang up on Josh. Yeah. They're like, what's wrong with you? She's a great gal. Yeah, yeah. they basically are blackmailing this kid <laughs> yeah. who's done nothing wrong, yeah. who, which I would say most people would agree with him, especially if, you, you know, if you're going into college and you have this the middle school girl, a best friend of your, mm. of your their cousins? No, what are they? Niece. Yeah. Niece. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Josh is Riley's yeah. uncle. Yeah, I keep, well, it's, you understand why I was saying Yeah, anyway, up. anyway. Um, <laughs> And that, I mean, anyone in that situation would obviously be like, this is wrong. Mm. I mean, like, Or at least understand his point of view. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know that it's necessarily wrong. That, I'm not going to outright say... No, but I'm saying I, anyone in the situation, most people, yeah. I think... Wait, hold on, hold on. So I'm not going to say... I, I think that it's debatable whether that age difference is wrong. I think the thing that's more wrong is that if someone doesn't like the other person, that you're going to guilt that... I mean, honestly, like... I, I liked this episode, but I definitely, for the first time, really did feel hypocritical about the Farkle stuff. Because this really is... If we had a thing where we were guilting the girls for not liking Farkle, then I would be really upset. Mm-hmm. And so that they're, they're basically doing the flip-flop of that here, of guilting Josh for not liking yeah. her. It's, his, it's okay that he yeah. doesn't like her. If yeah, me... I don't like what they're doing to... Sorry. I, um, no, I don't like what they're doing to Josh because... Even though I personally don't necessarily agree with the three-year thing, yeah. I can see where it's getting iffy now because he is going, he's about to go into college and everything. He's, but it's, it's, um, he's still, like, in the fall. Like, it's not like, it, it seems more like he's already in college because he's not yeah. two college things, but he still gets to senior in high school. He's not a college that, That's true. Yeah. So, so yeah, I see where it's bordering on yeah. iffy now, though I don't necessarily agree with it. Yeah. However, if Josh just... Oh, wait, hold on. The timeline makes no sense, I just realized. He would not know that he got into college yet. It hasn't even been Halloween yet. The Halloween's going to be way later. Yeah. There's no timeline in yeah. this <laughs> Anyway. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, Actually, wow. so, so, spoiler alert. Yeah. 
Josh's all, in college. All of Girl Meets World takes place in Topanga's closet. <laughs> <laughs> and they never they never made it out. They, nice. This is all this is all a dream. I really hope that's the season finale. Anyway, sorry we cut you off. No, it's okay. Yeah. Um but so if Josh doesn't feel comfortable due to the age difference, you know, he just doesn't feel romantically sexually attracted to Maya, mm-hmm. then, you know, sometimes that just happens and it's not the end of the world like i feel like i understand it's a big deal in maya's life you know just in general that's a big deal Mm -hmm. you know if the person that you are romantically and sexually attracted to doesn't feel the same way towards you and then especially so when you're in middle school but you know it's still it happens you like i think it goes further than that too mm -hmm. because it's more than just you know he is trying to off live off trying to live his own life but it's also we have this whole thing like it's not a crush, it's love. And okay. then she goes into it, and I, yeah. I, I do kind of think the things that she goes into yeah. are really just are things that you... It's just putting words to why you would like someone as a crush. Mm-hmm. Because they are, they're very big, idealized ideas. And yes, I, it's starting to trend towards speci- uh, specificities, but in the end, it's really like, oh, he's a nice guy because look at these yeah. nice guy things. And... He's good with kids. Sure, but like that's all the kind of the basic things that a lot of crushes are based off of. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I do agree that, like, I was... I would have been happier... So when when Riley says the things about, like, do you know do you even know anything really about him? I would have been... I was like, that's a great point, Riley. Yeah. I'm glad you're yeah. saying this, writers. And I, I, I would have been... Sorority has really changed. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I love... So I know it doesn't wait, make wait, any hold sense. On, hold on. <laughs> yeah, let, let yeah. uh, so I... I would have I think I might have much preferred even though I didn't hate where it went I would have much preferred that to be Maya's revelation which was that it really was just a crush and that she really didn't know that much about him the same way I feel like that's kind of what happened with Riley and Lucas and then she grew from that from that realization and I think that that would have been a better way to go because this weird I do want to play devil's advocate at least for what you guys were saying before about you know guilting him or whatever I don't necessarily think we're supposed to think that he doesn't like her. I think the idea is that he likes her, but is being stupid and letting the age difference trip him up. And so that's why people are being like, you're being an idiot. Let's have people tweet in about that, what yeah. their opinions are. Yeah, because uh, that's what I was thinking before. All the episodes before, it seems like Josh likes her. And yeah. It's the age difference in the way. For some reason, it... I don't know. This episode makes me more indifferent, neutral towards... Yeah. Josh and Maya than anything. I'm not negative towards them exactly. I'm negative towards the treatment mm-hmm. of Josh that others, the way that others were treating him yeah. in this episode. And I, I just, I feel bad for Josh in this episode. Honestly, my take, my take previously has been that not so much that Josh likes Maya and the thing that is holding him back is saying I have this rule. Yeah. She's young. I think that really what it was for me is he likes that that she likes him. It's kind mm-hmm. of kind of like badge on his chest like mm. oh i'm 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 good looking i'm popular these all these girls even though i know it's wrong it's it's nice confidence boost for me i did that's not, kind I of what i'm I don't getting take it that I, okay i could sort of see that and the thing is in general i'm gonna i think that most interpretations are somewhat valid right now because they honestly have not handled this very well yeah between and i'm saying over all the episodes because first episode i think you could either ha- take it as like he likes it or he kind of likes her too. You could see yeah. it either way. Second, he epi- just likes the second, game, or he yeah. just 
Second episode, Game Night, I think that he... I don't agree with you as far as the Bags of Honor. Second episode, I feel like he's, like, freaked out about it, and it seems like a total shit. Well, shift. see, that's the thing. It's yeah. it's it's one of those things where, like, that is the starting point, yeah. is what I mean. And from there, it, we've I think that now we have sort of the end of it, where it's yeah. getting further and further, where he's saying, this girl is getting way too into yeah. me. This is a serious, immediate problem that yeah. I need to handle very delicately. Otherwise, something bad's gonna happen. Well, that, that's he's not thing. really handling it delicately. Yeah. Well, no, no, I know well, he he's not really handling it at all. He's trying to run away. Well, well that's yeah. fine. It's fine if he yeah. that's, that's he's not on him to necessarily. No, fix I understand it. that. Yeah. I'm just saying that. But I will say, like before this episode, I was more okay with her behavior because it did seem like he liked her and was just being silly. This episode, more than any other, it did. It was a little much more ambiguous whether he liked her at all. And I think that's a good transition into the opening because I kind of want to talk about the okay. opening and how they interacted. Yeah. Um, because I liked how they were saying, you know, she's going to act all cool and indifferent towards him and, you mm. know, oh, whatever, hi, I don't care. Yeah. Um, I, I think the humor is really good in this. Yes, scene. the humor is good. And then I, you know, I liked Augie in this, like how mm. they, uh, Riley and Augie were kind of like teaming up against Ma- not teaming up like, against. Like sort of joking about it. Yeah, the te- they, were te- they were teasing her behind yeah. her back and everything because everybody knows. Yeah. And, but wait, I, I didn't... I didn't like her jumping on his back. I thought Sabrina Carpenter's physical comedy was funny. Yeah. I liked when Josh called her a ferret, because yeah. A, that's just funny. Yeah. And B, you know, she's getting, you know, repercussions. I did not like the idea of Maya jumping on Josh's back for a number of reasons. One, she's getting out of control, and yeah. it doesn't seem like a natural progression, because Josh hasn't been here long enough. Um, for her, for her to suddenly start jumping on his back. Yeah. Can we just pause to appreciate, like, how violent that actually looked? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes! No, they were both beat red! Yeah. Did you see their faces? Like, it looked like he almost actually got knocked down on yeah. the first jump. But this is another instance where I feel bad for Josh, and I don't, I don't get it. Um, it seems out of place, it doesn't seem necessary, and I think that Maya's being wrong in this mm. instance, because I think her going back to, you know, like, the caveman thing... Yeah. Um, from what episode was that? Uh, that was, that was first date. Yeah, first date. That, I think, would have been funny if she, like, came and started, like, interrogating him. Mm. But, like, she, like, the fact that she, like, jumped on his back and they went around the entire living room. Yeah. So, like, I would have found that scene funny if they had more of a, like, a brother-sister relationship. Like, or or, or if if they actually were. If it was Lucas and Maya, I think we would have loved it. Yeah, I, I would have. Because I think there's I already that kind of antagonism yeah, there, exactly. right? Yeah. So like that would have that would have been out of the realm of conscious re- realm of possibility yeah. is what I meant. And... Out of the realm of consciousness, <laughs> we are leaving the consciousness. <laughs> Close your eyes. We're now in Totland. Follow the sound of my voice. Look into Topanga's mirror. And see. <laughs> <laughs> Who's right. the fairest of them all? The Tot. Fuzzy. Um, where was <laughs> that? That you would in the it would have been okay if it. Had I, I would have thought it was interesting with yeah. Lucas because they've already done weird things like yeah. that. That you know I could see like Lucas doing something. He's actually jumped on his back before. Yes, paused, yeah. but that was to help him yeah, out. This exactly. would have been to attack him. Yeah. But if it was. And well, the thing is, the difference is that they both are antagonistic in a jokey, fun yeah. way. Whereas, Whereas Josh, Josh doesn't want it. Yeah. Now, that that is definitely something that I would not have guessed Josh would like. Yeah. And so, not only, Him doing not the caveman only, thing, yeah. thing well, was, is like, A, she really, she got close to him, but she wasn't touching him during yeah. the caveman thing. Whereas, like, not only is she touching him, she's about yeah. to kill him. Also, the caveman well, thing for me was closer to the episode where he seemed to like her. Now yes. we're so far removed from the episode where he said any... And any, and even though, um, 
she was like being all crazy he ran away she gets the ne- negative repercussions yeah. well not only did she attack him she also ripped open his like yeah. mail oh yeah his whole his whole build his whole surprise is yeah. yet this is my gesture that i came all the way here <laughs> just to, to reveal to and my, now yeah to my big brother now you robbed that from me while yeah. attacking I me i do i do think all of it was really funny and i agree i like the thing there are some issues but i thought it was all really funny yeah i will say the opening scene i thought there were funny things in this particular Maya attack, I thought, was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. I was more... I, my problems with this were less about the morality and the conscience of the show and more mm-hmm. that I just thought it was overblown from Maya. Yeah. Especially in their relationship together. That was my main issues with that. And so... I don't think it was that much crazier than the way she's acted in the past. Yeah, I just... I don't, I, I feel know. like there's not enough of a natural progression for Josh because Josh hasn't been yeah. around and you, like you yeah. said they ha- they haven't been handling it well yeah. so maybe if I had seen something where like her and Josh had this like quirky relationship they're kind of antagonistic he's showing you know they're showing a little bit more like you know wavering where like he wavered more in the past but I think yeah. they would have needed more we wavering also, for a moment like this to have really we really need an episode where Josh is not interacting with Maya we really need an episode where we see Josh just be Josh. Yeah, and... what, what does Josh do when, when he talks to Riley alone? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or even Augie. I'd be fine with giving an Augie a Josh plot. For yeah, me. like go into the baseball yeah. game or something. Or Corey. Like, it'd be great to have a Corey-Josh plot. Yeah. I don't think they're going to, though. I don't think so, either. I, I could see an Augie one, if they just need an Augie I thing. think that they're going to do it, but it's going to it's gonna be secretly about Maya somehow. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can see that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the end, Augie helps him realize. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he goes, how are you so smart? And he goes, I'm this many now. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to hold up his thumb now. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, like while watching the Maya part of uh, the opening with Josh uh, jumping on his back, I I can see why, you know, people think it's funny. I giggle a bit, but then I was also groaning at parts too. Mm. Like, and so it was just, it was very odd for me and i don't think they're handling the josh and maya thing well enough so let's talk about the college yeah i agree yeah so uh obviously like we had a few people write in and be like oh it's unrealistic blah blah i loved how unrealistic it was (laughs) i thought it was really funny and i think that i don't think that they're okay it is boy meets world it's like very hard to criticize boy meets world because it does this weird fine line thing where it's like part of why i love boy meets world is how realistic it is. Yeah. But it, there were definite... Like, this felt very Boy Meets World to me. Yeah. Like, it really felt Boy Meets World it, to me. It kind of felt like the episode where Corey's with Eric on his road trip to colleges, and there's, like, the all-girls dorm, and, like, mm. he keeps going out, and she's, like, painting... The the headmistress yeah. of the dorm is, like, painting I don't know, and vacuuming. That's not the road trip one. That's, that's um... They go to, like, Beach State. They go it's take a, a yeah, he, means it, he doesn't mean the road trip yeah, one. Okay. Yeah, I, I just mean Eric's going to visit a college. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Beak State was ridiculous. That wasn't a real depiction of college. But I think it was a different kind of ridiculous, This girl though. thinks she's going to Duke. <laughs> it's a different episode. <laughs> but it all yeah. has to do with okay, the what's, what's your I will, I will say, yes, there were some uh, some things that seemed really convenient. Like, as soon as they get there, it's, it's the door that happens to be open right next yeah. to them. Things like that. I don't have a huge problem yeah. with that. In fact, I loved the whole sorority thing. Mm. I loved Riley <laughs> yes. interacting oh, at the college. It was, it was great. It was I, so unexpected, but it was yeah. so great. And Rowan fell right into Notre it. Day. Bring her back. <laughs> yeah, they're Peter Bring See, her back. Gamma, the game, guys. Gamma Gamma New. There's no Gamma Gamma New. 
Also, my, I I love the song, and I love the weird <laughs> Sorart and Harriet girl and yeah. the dead yes. guy thing. Oh my god! I thought you were dead. I, I am. Don't forget. <laughs> that, that was a Barney Stinson moment. It was. Also, my quick spiel about sorority girls is that this isn't quite an accurate depiction, and they do a lot of good charity work, and please check them out. But I think that they are... <laughs> well, the thing is, the thing is, I don't... I think they did a good job here, too, as far as gender goes in a weird because <laughs> well, you, you, you could well, like, okay you could put you could take it one of two ways you could yeah. even say they really were, were being super stereotypical about both but i feel like when you're being stereotypical about if they just did the sorority girls thing yeah i'd have more of an issue also yeah, no. the two girls in the dorm room were not like the sorority right exactly. that's the balance yeah. and the other thing i is... just want to say the sorority girls are not all like that and though they do have their parties they do a lot of good charity. What, what, I, what I enjoyed is that the sorority <laughs> girls weren't the mean girls. Yeah. There was kind of a weird middle ground in a certain way, but it, it was actually kind of fun because it almost put a little a little pin in the wall that says, you know what? Riley actually might want to do this someday. <laughs> I guess I also just have an interesting background because we don't have like a sorority house or frat houses or anything because we don't have a campus. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just see the glittery signs and the charity work that they do. Mm-hmm. What, why do you keep plugging? Are you secretly in a sorority? <laughs> she is wishes she was. I wasn't allowed. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not I after didn't try. the incident. <laughs> Look, it was one goat. Happened two times. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I really liked the, the song. I thought that was really funny. Stop it. Oh, That's I, our thing. Grow up. Yeah, that was amazing. That whole back Again, it, it's the sort of the, the tone of expectations. Yeah. Whenever we have a character... That is is basically in character, right? Yeah. But is acting in a way that we are not expecting. Like, we have Riley as the one who's saying, grow up. You know, yeah. that's great. Yeah. And especially when, when you get that kind of humor tagged with it. Yeah. I just well, love the thing that is, I think, Look, honestly, especially at this point in the show, they were not going to do a gritty, realistic interpretation <laughs> of college. And so I prefer this clearly jokingly over the top version then to like we're gonna try to do it but it's yeah. gonna be watered down and it's gonna be yeah. ridiculous like yeah i thought i thought that was fine we're gonna overall. have flasks of apple juice <laughs> flasks flasks Flask. flasks let's talk about the girls in the room which was so you were saying it's not a party it's more of an open house yeah or but, like i guess like hang it was yeah. a floor party yeah yeah, yeah. kind of not even really. It's just like a hang between four people. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there was the party going in. The sorority girls came into their room. It was all very yeah. open. I like. I wouldn't. Okay. Be, I wouldn't be surprised. I didn't actually. Uh, that's a good point. I didn't actually think of the sorority girls as partying in that area. I just figured they just appear magically whenever someone says something. <laughs> so it's Can't like Beetlejuice. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's, that's really cause, especially because the guys came too. I was just like, this is how college works. You just call upon them yeah. and they appear. I wish. <laughs> um. I do think, I don't really blame them because obviously as far as sets go, it's awkward and difficult, but it, I think that the transition between the two sets was awkward, uh, in that, like, when the, I would look off and then we'd be in the room and it's like, like, we could see, like, the doorway looking in or, like, around their shoulder or something. Yeah, they just I don't really blame more them. transitions, yeah. Because yeah. it, it, it just felt like two totally separate places until they walked in. And this, I mean, that's something that I've had a problem with this show early on is, like, why don't we just see the doors more? Yeah. And we only really get that when Ryder Strong's directing. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, when is he directing again? I'm not this episode, I guarantee you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Um, let's talk about the girls in the room. Okay. And how they react to the, when the yeah. the core also, of two. Also, am I the only person who kind of thought that the the main girl kind of reminded me of Lauren? 
I think she has. I, kind I of didn't. A, I didn't get that. I wasn't that. getting that bad. I, I, I got like a. I don't know. Because I guess. And and shout out to Dustin Cody because you sent us that link. I rewatched part of the Lauren arc, mm-hmm. which I'm surprised happened. <laughs> but, so I think there's a lot to unpack. So a we were having a discussion uh, right before we hit record whether we think the girls would have reacted to Maya and Riley like that. Mm-hmm. And B, let's talk about more about how those other random college girls kind of took this agency and started controlling everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how they spoke as the morality of the episode. Yeah. I do like the stuffed animals in their bedroom, by the way. Well, yeah. it's, it's just a great episode for Caitlin, because they're basically saying, you are the voice of morality. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> so, any of you who are looking for some college advice or life advice, tweet in, and I'll take your tweet. Mm-hmm. I shall just take it, and you can't have it back. No, it's no sharing. It's mine. Yeah. Swiper, um, no swiping. <laughs> I, I do think, I know you guys had a little bit, this is a little bit off track, but it's still the same scene. Uh, I know you had some issues with Uriah Shelton at certain points, but I actually really liked him in the scene in the call in the dorm room. Yeah, yeah no, I did think that that was good. I just didn't really like him in the final, like, bay window scene, mostly. Yeah. That was my biggest issue, yeah. because I thought that his, the opening, like, when he called, you know, Myra Ferret and whatever, mm-hmm. and, you know, like, announcing, like, oh, I get to yeah. learn more about NYU, that was fine. And, you know, I thought that being in the room was fine, though I didn't, I, he's not a good flirter, <laughs> in have, my opinion. I have had a lot of issues with the way he's been acting mm. and the kind of a certain type of awkwardness and, and sort of a lack of charm that's been projected as being there. Mm. In this episode, I didn't get. I think he was more or less fine this episode. Yeah. Um, I My problems, you, you know, I, I'm actually kind of surprised that none of you said, oh, you just don't like it because he's in it. But my, <laughs> my problems of the, about this episode are not... I try to give you more credit than that. Not, they're not about him. Yeah. They really aren't. I had no problem with him as a character specifically in this yeah. episode. It's more about... How the universe revolves around mm-hmm. the interacting. Yeah, the, the thing is, the way the show works, I think it's like like we talked before, like last episode about how whenever someone, whenever people like the writers are putting out morality like this, it's important that somebody is talking about it because. Yeah. They do it with such, like, confidence, especially right. in this episode, that, like, yeah. we're driving you, this is totally right, no yeah. one even think to question this. Right. Yeah, because, and, you know, like, they were college girls, and, you know, by the time that Josh gets in college, he'll be smarter, and he'll probably like you by then, because that's the right thing to do. And what's really interesting about that, when they present that kind of vigor with the argument, and they yeah. do it with these college girls, yeah. it kind that of... they're supposed to be the voices yeah, of reason. And not only that, they're the ones that are they're building up Maya, right? Yeah. That makes the sort of the ulterior voice... That this alternative kind of message that comes in is almost like someone that can easily say, "Oh, well, that's mean." Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. They set it up in a way where it's very easy to call anything questioning that as mean. Yeah. Why don't you let those girls build her up? Why don't they just let them have confidence? Yeah. But it's really a normal thing to question that and just stop and say, "Hey, pause. Why are you saying that?" Yeah. Why are you saying you're gonna blackmail him? Yeah. If he doesn't listen. This is why I feel bad for Josh in this episode, yeah. and I honestly, I don't, I don't. Uh, I don't get it. The universe really sets it up so that, yeah. you know... Josh is being villainized, and I think he's honestly, from an outside point of view, being victimized. Yeah, I, I don't know about villainized. Being a victim, yeah, not de- victimized, definitely, sorry. Definitely victimized. Um, I think it's it's a really weird place that that presentation goes here. And, that, and that's what really throws me off. Is mm. A, we have this really heavy-handed morality. We have this, anything to the, the contrary is this kind of like... It's set up. It doesn't even get brung up, mm. but it's set up as like, oh, then that becomes the bully kind of thing. 
And you know, actually, would have made this episode a lot better. I haven't thought this through, so maybe I'm stupid, but yeah, I'm going to say it. Probably. Um, is it, if Josh had always been the thing you said, as far as he likes it, he gets off on it, he kind of feeds Was into cocky. it. Yeah, he yeah. feeds into her liking him yeah. and isn't saying anything, even though she has no chance. And then the girls put him in his place. And he... That's something entirely different, though. Yeah. That's like a yeah. huge separate storyline. That's, story a, that's, that, that, that's like almost how they're dealing with him in this episode. Right. That's who he is. Yeah, like almost. he has to keep... Yeah, like, he stands up and he's like, no, you have to yeah. sit down and listen to us because you're wrong. It's like, yeah. And it's like, like I said, maybe I don't think your three-year three rule is, like, what I would do or what I think. Mm. But if that's how you live your life and that's how you want to deal with your romantic relationships and yeah. that's how, you know, and that's something you base your romantic and sexual attractions off of, yeah. I, I can't say, no, you're wrong, you've got to like her. You yeah. can't do that to somebody. Yeah. It's I, really twisted. I yeah. think let's talk about how twisted it is. That the whole sort of moral delivery is these girls mm. threatening to blackmail him and, like, ruin yeah. his college experience over something that they randomly think is the mm. case because they met these girls <laughs> once yeah. because they happened to crash this party, <laughs> you know? Honestly, yeah. if this was, a like, a little closer to actual college life... Mm. Spoiler alert, you know, not all college kids are <laughs> angels. Yes. I wouldn't be surprised if these two college girls yeah. were actually a little drunk because that's honestly what their logic feels mm-hmm. like. Yeah. They're like, well, no, I, like, yeah. no, I just met this great girl. Yeah. <laughs> I just met this great girl and it's, you should yeah, love yeah. her. You know what? Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a yeah. split. It's either yeah. that... They're drunk and they're kind of these. <laughs> and they just couldn't show. They, they, that. they want to. They want to say, "Oh, you're so precious." Yeah. There's that, or this sort of like what it would also happen is you're like, "Dude, who are these young girls? Why are they here? Are you yeah. a creep?" You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. one of those two oh, things. Way, I love well, the, the moment. Was, yeah. Oh yeah, what they go? Like, he, like, he's like, yeah. "Hey," and they're like, "We're middle school." It's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, that Do you was. You know these girls. <laughs> that was nice, but I think. I those I'll, college girls. Man, I also think they're the worst. I, I think that if they wanted, if they wanted, I was like, this, yeah. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I think that if they wanted the same effect, as yeah. far as like having him realize that, like, so I think the idea they have in mind here is that he likes her and he's being kind of a a dope about and overly sillily fixating on this three year thing that doesn't really matter in the long run. And if that's the message they want to get through to him then I think it would have made a lot more sense if, like, his friend sort of saw how Maya was acting and sort of took him aside and was like, dude, like, I, I still understand where you're coming from, but you're being kind of silly here. Yeah. She's a really great girl yeah. or something well, like that. Well, so what happened, what almost happened here is what we wanted to happen with Riley and Lucas, where, like, Lucas had, you know, like, his reveal was, like, happened and he said to Riley, you know, like, why do you even like me? And she couldn't necessarily put her finger on it because, yeah. because before the, you know, the basketball moment, before the really good, like, Riley Lucas stuff, mm-hmm. we couldn't really figure out, like, why does Riley like Lucas? Like, you know, what, what is the main thing here other than he's a cute guy and he's her friend? Yeah. Um, and so, and like, you know, Lucas would be kind of offended here. And then Josh was kind of offended, it seemed. Like, you don't even know me, Maya. Yeah. Like, pl- like, why are you putting me through this if you don't mm. even know me? And then, but then Maya seemed, so, okay. ends up being justified. Yeah. So this is this is the reason I think that people are much more jo- Josh Ayas chippers now, is because of her speech, which convinced them that she doesn't just have a crush, she legitimately likes him. For me. I know, I know what your feelings are. I want to know what Caitlin's feelings are about that speech, and, like, does that make you think that she just has a crush, or do you think... Like, do you think they were shallow reasons, or do you actually think those were good reasons to prove to you that she actually likes him? Before I answer the question, I want to say it doesn't matter. Yeah. 
It, it, it doesn't, because it doesn't really change anything. It doesn't change how Josh was treated. It doesn't change the fact that I'm actually leaning towards the idea that Josh might not like her. Mm. Uh, because this episode really didn't do... Like, I understand what you're saying. If he that, did, like, certainly doesn't now. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I don't know. He walked her home, but the thing is... Well, and the final scene of him saying, go, you're all grown up now. Or whatever. Yeah. That's, yeah. But that the thing, was silly. Yeah, the thing is, is I, during the college dorm scenes, they didn't do a good job of what you're... It's in my opinion yeah. of what you're saying. Oh, like maybe they're just trying to tell him he's being silly. Yeah. They should have portrayed that better. Well, okay, but he, the thing is, I think that because some, someone shipping someone doesn't necessarily mean they think that it's perfect right now, and that like I think no, I, I can understand being like, oh, she really likes him. I'm going to ship them because I want her to get yeah. that because it seems like she really loves him. What I find, so, I guess, I, I feel old right now with what I'm about to say. Oh boy, let's go. Well, no, because. What's the difference between a crush? So a crush and liking, because I obviously understand the difference between those two things and loving someone. Yeah. I don't think she loves him, obviously, and they're not mm-hmm. trying to portray that. What's the difference between a crush and liking? I think they're aiming for a crush is completely superficial and based on like looks and like oh the and completely the idea of the person without knowing anything about. I don't the think person. that's even a true understanding of that term either, though. That's how I actually interpret that. No, because you like, can, I, I that's have, a big like, part of like, it. I would have friends that are like, oh, I really like this person, and they would be like someone they never spoken to, someone yeah. they just looked at that looked hot. And I'd be like, you don't really like this person. You have a crush on this person. I guess, but at the same time, like my when my older when I was little, and my older brother brought his friends over, and they were really nice to me. They yeah. would play video games with me, or like. Uh, you know, like, bring me snacks or something. Mm-hmm. I would say, uh, when I look back, I, I had a crush. I had a little girl crush on, mm-hmm. like, an older boy. Yeah. I don't view that as me liking them, except they did, but then I, but I did know them. They, like, they were someone who played with me. Yeah. They were someone who was nice to me and would, like, talk to me if I was upset. There were a few people like that. Yeah. But I still view those things as crushes. I think a big part of crush is the physical appearance. But I think beyond that is the projected personality. Mm. It's the snips and pieces. Like, for instance, I can think that somebody could watch, like, a dog food commercial, right? Oh, and there's a character there's, there's a character on a dog food commercial who seems like a nice guy who cares for their puppy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they see and it's like they look they they're they're pretty, they're they're yeah. hot, they're like they're handsome, whatever. Yeah. And and they have a puppy and they're nice to the puppy mm. and then you have a crush on that character. You know, and then and then and, and the Quick actor. Side note, Keith and I's relationship started with a puppy. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? So I think there's a sort of, there's a sort of projected mm. a thing and it has to do with these cues like, oh he's nice to little kids Oh, he came all this way to talk mm. to his brother, his brother's family. Those are see these these kind of projected personality traits, which may be true, yeah. which may be a big part, but there's they're just snips. Well, what, they're kind of kind best of, of. It's like a best of album. I guess. Yeah, I, don't, I just I'm really torn and confused on the idea of uh, if people. I guess probably our younger listeners. Mm. If someone can send me a clear idea of the difference between a crush and well, liking what does someone, does that matter? Huh? Younger listeners know the truth. <laughs> well, no, well, I mean, like, well, as lingo, like they yeah. know that. You, yeah, like I don't like, think it's skip it? young lingo. We've always had this lingo. <laughs> I just don't. Not, get I'm it. so confused. No, I, I'm, I, I'm saying, I'm saying, I, like, what is it like in the... these levels are so blown? Yeah. Right <laughs> no, but I'm I, I no, I think that it's I think that it's clear. I think that it's supposed to be fine. So maybe like it, it's something it's something superficial versus she's saying my feelings are legitimate. They're not just surface. They're not just fleeting and gonna go any away any moment there i have real feelings for this person not necessarily love but there's yeah. a step between those two but i think superficial i, I is guess a i understand word. what you're saying now yeah. um 
And also, Keith, I'm wondering, like, what could... I, maybe you can do this with, like, other characters you can think yeah. of. But what could he, someone have said in, like, a list of three things that wouldn't have felt superficial? Well, let me, let me get to that in a second. Yeah. I, I say, I think superficial is a really problematic word because we're talking about emotion, about feelings. Everything is completely subjective. So you mm. can have a character who's convinced that they're in love, and maybe they are. And you yeah. get to the question of, what is love? Does love have to be reciprocated to be love? Mm. I mean... We're not talking about love, though. But so, but then, how how can you not be though? I think that someone who has a big crush yeah. is completely convinced they're in love. There's also different mm. love means different things well, at different ages. I do also want to say, and I'm thinking about it more now, is that this really is also sort of pushing things from like the Pittsburgh arc yeah. in a new in a new way of like they want to prove to you that young love can be real love, yeah. and then it's trying to build a case for you and like here are the bullet points. For proving that this isn't just a silly little girl, this is real, yeah. because we want the audience to be, to be invested in this real thing, not the silly girl thing. Okay. And Now, to answer your question, yeah. I think that the kinds of things that she could have said in that moment were would be ones that are different than, he's so great because of this, he's, he's good at this, he's nice, he's mm-hmm. like the stereotypical, he does, he's considerate, whatever. Yeah. It could have been more like, even though this happened, even though these imperfect things happened, these realistic things happened, mm-hmm. he had a better outlook. He worked on this. Maybe he there's a, a specific moment that she yeah. had a, yeah. a, a, a event happen between mm-hmm. them two, which was important. Yeah, yeah. That, or, that's a really good point because all of her things was... Has you, nothing to you, do with her. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, you care about what your brother thinks. Oh, you're good with a little boy mm-hmm. uh, who I know. But like, that's also falling in jo- love with a but TV. Josh and Maya. Yeah. Like, that, what what, it, what does yeah. Maya love right. about Josh? Well, Josh that's that's falling in love with a TV Maya. character. Yeah. I, I think it goes even further than that. As far as like, it doesn't sound like the kind of person that Maya would necessarily like. Yeah. As far like it does like Maya herself because yeah. like Maya doesn't like Lucas and that's kind of a similar thing. It's like supposedly. Oh, yeah. Like well like, like and, well until he got tough. Yeah, until okay. he got what, what was the name? Uh, mad so, Dog. Yeah. Oh, I'm Call so. Call him Mad Dog Tenon. <laughs> I'm so ready for next episode. Yeah. Um. But I think that I, I does. Yeah. It doesn't seem like that's who she'd be into necessarily. Yeah. And, she likes the tough boy. Which yeah. Which would who when and when, I actually uh, even Lucas even has beyond, a boy against the locker. Also yeah. problematic. Though. Yeah. Even I, I know, but that's like Maya. Yeah. yeah. Well, but even beyond like whether we believe it, I just don't think even if you're a Gashaya shipper, I don't think it was the best thing for that shipping for that ship. For her to say that in that episode, she should have realized, I think, especially with this age difference thing, the right thing to do would have been, she takes a step back, she starts treating him normally, she realizes it was superficial, and then even if you want there, then it could be like, it could be like a Ginny Harry Potter thing. So we're like Ginny's like Do all tell. okay. So Ginny's like all obsessed with Harry, and he knows it, and she's like way over the top, and so he like doesn't even think about her. And then she calms down and just treats him like a normal person, and starts and dating. She's other, actually, aloof. Yeah, and like Art starts dating other people and isn't focusing on him. Then he starts to notice her more, and so like, and it doesn't have to be like a plan. It can just be like what naturally that happens. Was so much worse in the movies. Uh, yeah, it was terrible. I hate Ginny in the movies so much, <sighs> but um. <laughs> Jenny and Voldemort are the worst two things in those movies. But, um, yeah, they so they could have had Maya realizes, you know what, this was a silly crush thing. I'm going to move on. And then they can still have interactions sort of as friends and sort of build up a rapport as friends that, that could, if you really wanted to, eventually when they were older and actually ready to deal with this. When, well, yeah, when the math actually yeah. panned out like they were going through. <laughs> because also, like, what are you, like, are we just going to have episode after episode like this until they're, like, actually at an age that makes sense? Yeah. Because I, I don't think they're actually going to go forward until they're at an age yeah. that makes sense. Even if, even if I didn't have a bias, right, I feel like 
in this particular episode... Is your bias just Josh? I just want to... No, no, not, what, not what anymore. Your, what is your bias well, I was in saying, this situation? Even if I was More okay not disinterested mm. in Maya and Josh go, coming together, mm. which that exists, I know that exists, but I think this particular episode, my problems had nothing to do with that. Yeah. Even, yeah. I, I, like, for instance, when we were watching the Lucas and Riley thing, yeah. the, it sold, it kind of, like, sold us, so that yeah. it was just a possibility. This, to me, not only didn't do that, yeah. it showed me that the universe of the show is working in a nonsensical way mm-hmm. and saying and championing c- certain things that don't make sense yeah right I, yeah because this compared to riley and lucas doesn't make sense to me there's a yeah. there's a big question that nobody in the universe is asking yet which is how can they be talking about maturity and not talk about the fact that it's going to hold both of them back first year of college first year of high school if they are trying to make that work ha- make that work it's taking away from each of their experiences and what they're mm-hmm. trying to go to. So for Josh, it's going to be severely holding him back. And for Maya, it's going to be taking her out of the world of her peers yeah. and giving her a certain distance, which, you know, is not letting her experience her own life on yeah. her own terms, which would be okay if it was already a pre... So these the problem is these kind of age gap relationships, yeah. when they work, it's not because, oh, I saw you from afar, you were my best friend's uh, uncle for all this time, and you were so beautiful. For all this time, you mean always? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And th- that's not the kind of stuff that it would be, they were thrown together, actually those two mm. people thrown together actually had some sort of chemistry in the beginning with, and through these weird odds, yeah. somehow, with the age gap, it's still but also, I think they, also have have to to point be, out, they would have had to start dating before college. And I think yeah. they would have had to be, honestly, some sort of hardship yeah. to validate the experience that the pre-existing hardship that has nothing to do with it mm. between those two characters to make it to make sense that they would sacrifice living their own lives going through their own stuff well, to being together. The other thing that does, makes it even harder is that the grade thing like they're three years apart but they're four grades apart and that's actually really a big deal because even what, when she gets when she finally gets to college he's gone. He's now, he, now no matter every time they move up yeah. he's gonna go he's always gonna be a, a step a major life step ahead of her yeah. and so like that's a big deal and and even more it's even more so i just think that that they can't they're not gonna do i really don't think they're gonna do she's a freshman and he's a freshman like that's not gonna happen in my opinion and so i don't what do you mean by like i don't think they're gonna do i don't think they're gonna actually have them get together with with both of them as like as she's a freshman in high school he's a freshman in college because not only is it like just odd as far as like major life steps it as far as writing goes it limits them well also also this is so weird. This is the weirdest way that they're pushing the boundaries of Disney Channel. Because yeah, wouldn't that exactly. be like a, wouldn't that be a weird thing? It is like, a taboo. Yeah, it's it a weird is. taboo. If you have a high school student dating a college student, that's really weird. Not even like, high school, but like yeah, yeah, no, high school students grader. dating college. No, I mean like, never happened. Not, no, but, but I'm not. But I'm saying yeah. on Di- the fact that Disney Channel oh, would okay. do that. Like the, or 8th like, grader, 8th grader, and 12th grader. Let's start there. Yeah. That's what it is right now, right? Yeah, 8th grader and 12th grader. That, to me, That's... sounds like something they would never put on Disney Channel. Yeah, it sounds like way too taboo for them. Yeah. It's like a yeah. really weird choice that this is the thing we're going to tackle. Yeah. That it's... And tackle with such um, sureness. Yeah. Maybe it's because... It's they, not even there a question. A, this hardship didn't happen in Boy Meets World mm-hmm. because everyone was always the same age. I even know. though even though Corey looks twenty years old, I mean, I think a big part is they're just like, well, we have this Josh character. What can we do with it? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I get that, but I think also, I mean, it is something that they didn't tackle in Boy Meets World. Yeah, but I get that you're just like, why are they tackling I it honestly, at all? I, I guess but... it would be so much better if if it were 
three grades apart. Like, like that honestly does make a world of difference for me. Yeah. Because if he could be a senior in high school and he's a freshman in high school, then they at least both they can have a yeah. year together in high school. That, that, see, that's yeah. the big thing. The, the, it's the shared, it's the common experience yeah. between the two of them that doesn't exist. Because they're also New York and Philadelphia yeah. apart. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay, so so it, it's, if they were to get, if it was, they had one year together where they were like, I don't know if we should be together, but they're both in high school, and then he's graduating from high school, and he's like, I don't know, like, does it make sense to stay with this young girl? And that could be, like, interesting drama. So we're that thinking, is something that actually yeah. makes sense in yeah. real life. Yeah, and and they, it would have built a whole year of being together to make us actually invested in this, and then, like, is it worth, you know, that's an interesting thing. That's something worth defending. Yeah. And but, then that, but that still becomes a question. It becomes an argument, not just these two random college chicks said yeah. everything's okay, so it must yeah. be. I, I think that yeah. they, I think uh, that they wanted to rush into this whole. Well, the problem, part of the, part of the problem is sorry, I didn't mean that. <laughs> part of the problem is that they rushed. They wanted to rush him into being in New York through college, yeah. and that they should have just held off and had him be a junior this year. And not I don't know into why they're yet. trying to rush into the college thing. Who is it for? Is it for us? It's, the other thing is, is it, what do you mean? No, no, like, they're like, rushing to college because like, he has a reason to be in New York on a regular basis. I understand that. But I don't know. It feels like they also just want to rush into showing college life. The other thing yeah. is, and I, I'm just wondering who is that for? Are they yeah. still spinning the whole he's a troublemaker angle? It doesn't because I like don't it understand now. it. Because yeah. if they did, honestly, I feel like if they made when was he a troublemaker? They, kind of was, the first the episode, the beginning. Like, they were trying to. Oh yeah, like yeah. he was saying to Sean, yeah, like. Exactly. Okay. I'm the new you. Yeah. The promos to uh, everything was yeah. like, oh, he's the young troubled kid. Yeah, and that was part of why people thought Maya would like him and stuff. Yeah, which yeah. didn't happen. But yeah. I think they could have handled it like they handled Zay, which maybe he did get in trouble, mm-hmm. and maybe Alan and Amy decided that maybe if Corey watched after him, they'd yeah. be close to his age bracket, he might listen to him, look mm-hmm. up to him in a different yeah. way. Yeah, like if he was a big troublemaker, they could have asked they, Corey if he could live with him. They could have killed off Amy and Alan in a car accident. Uh-huh. <laughs> No, <laughs> I'm saying. Season but if three he was, loss. <laughs> but if oh, he was man. a, <laughs> okay, they're got, they're going to. Yeah, they're gonna kill. They're them. going to. They have to. Yeah. There's no way they're not. Maybe not gonna be soon, but they're going to. Also, he <laughs> said. Talk about this, this episode. <laughs> well, also, he said season three loss. I don't know if that was like harder over and everything. Yeah, but confirmed. Yeah. Confirmed. No. <laughs> Ryder Strong is still locked up in the basement somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know about Josh. I like so. Oh, you okay? You asked the question about why are they pushing for the college thing now? Yeah. And I think that I that is a really interesting question because I was like, usually this would be we're sneaking off to a high school party, and like that's a big deal. That yeah. alone would have been like, did they go into a high? They skipped the whole four years. And it's not even about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, like like a high school party. There could have been like like is just as like dangerous or like we still we're still sneaking out of the house i just feel like but. a lot of the episodes recently that i feel aren't working mm-hmm. it's because they took like two episode plots and shoved them together okay so i don't actually feel that as much i agree in general that's an issue they have I, can you explain more about why these two plots don't make sense for you together well, in this episode? so talk about this if we're actually talking about guilt and conscience and about yeah. that if the secret was they're sneaking off into a party i really don't feel like that was it even though it, it kind of made a reappearance at the end Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would say the heart of this episode really is about who's mature, 
why are they mature? What makes someone mature? How do you mature? Yeah. And but that's how they combined the two ideas, was that she right. was becoming mature I, through... I I, so that's why I think it works. I think they had two different ideas. Well, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying they don't come together at all, but yeah. I'm saying they come together in weird ways, and it's always like, we're doing this, just kidding, we'll do this, but it makes sense at the end. Well, just wait I, for I, it. So, so yeah. what part of Josh and my... What part of the whole dorm room scene, who matured there? Yeah. Who and ma- in what way? No, no, has, no, no, no. No one matured at the dorm room. It was the maturing is at the bay window. Where, well, the fact that it was, was the fact that Maya A. I uh, disagree. Well, no, I think, but I think this is what the episode's aiming for. That Maya A. told the Matthews, and that then at the, on the tag she goes and is going to confess to her mom and, and let her, you know, unburden herself because that helps you to grow as unburdening yourself and, and taking. Your but as far as the Josh and Maya stuff, yeah, did I, anyone I think... mature with the Josh and Maya stuff? Oh, that was another... Look, you can go. Well, so I think that's part of it, obviously. Yeah. The whole thing about yeah. she's, she's becoming more mature by being the one to spill the beans. Yeah. But I just think that it, it takes a certain message. Mm. And for instance, if we're going to talk about the secret, there are so many cool things they could have done. Mm. With the Telltale Heart, they could have made a certain secret that if they did go to a party, you know, it was actually eating up these characters. I didn't feel that any character was actually being eaten up from the inside. I did, however, really like the classroom scene where... All right, so we had some technical difficulties there. Kate, Caitlin was saying something. Uh, well, we are in the dungeon, but we're <laughs> in the dungeon. But I really liked the classroom scenes with Riley, and she was like, boom, boom, boom. Her consciousness eating, yeah. eating her up, eating her up, eating her up. Maya's like, we haven't even done anything yeah. yet. Yeah, <laughs> and the happy that, music. The happy music was, was yes, my favorite yes. moment. Really too. liked and that. That was a great. That was the great the side comedy. But as far yeah. as actual yeah. drama, if you're going to say. The drama of this episode, the Telltale Heart, it's about, um, you know, the conscious, it's yeah. about guilt. Was I it? Know, I, I don't think it was. Okay, well, first of all, before we get to that, I don't know why you keep calling it side comedy, because I just think all the comedy was good. <laughs> so, like... No, because I think that in this episode... Well, what episode, was the major comedy? Yeah. I guess what I mean is that it's these little side, quick storyline things. I think this one, I guess, has more to do with it, but... Yeah. Like, things like the breakfast table kind of scenes and things mm. like that. It's it's the little it's the asides you know yeah. the things that are not advancing the storyline. Mm-hmm. Sure. I did like also because we were watching it together that Keith's like getting really confused with Riley. He's like, "You haven't even done anything." And then right after he said that, <laughs> I was like, "We haven't even done anything." And I was just like, "Are you guys like one person? See, yeah. Are you actually an angsty teenager, Keith?" Yeah. So I do agree with you. Girl. <laughs> I agree with you as far as so like when we got when we were leaving the the college room right yeah. the dorm room and then the top appeared again. I was like, "Oh right." And I was yeah, like, exactly. yeah, yeah. And like, so like, I, agree I had forgotten about the somebody's boss. supposed to feel guilty for well, something. Yeah. So like <laughs> somehow there was a protagonist issue this episode and they were trying to have it multiple ways as far as, cause we always talk about like Riley's having a story because the, the, con- the conscience thing is yeah. Riley's, but Riley's not driving this episode. Maya's driving this episode. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I'm fine with, I mean, we've had a couple of Riley episodes now. I'm fine with Maya taking up more of a front yeah. you know, thing again, but, uh, and it does then swing around back to Maya, but it is sort of this weird thing where the main thrust of the episode really is more about Maya than it yeah. is about the tot, and then the tot is the... I just think if you're going to talk about guilt, yeah. there's a lot that you can get, and there's a lot that you can go into, and I think that they missed big opportunities, and I think they belittled the issues, just like, I mean, I don't want to go as far to say that they, like, flaws, but similar to flaws. I don't agree. Not, not obviously not as big of a problem. What, but what is the issue they belittled specifically? Dealing with guilt. Okay. I think there's a lot of opportunities there. I don't, I, 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 I don't I think that be dealing with guilt, though, is as big of a deal as bullying. 
Well, I mean, it depends. Well, that, that, that's a okay. huge general. That's no, but, huge I, but I wouldn't. I guess, but if you're going to say a TV show tackling it, yeah, I would I, say bullying is a bigger. I just don't. I wouldn't consider. It only it... depends if you, how you do it. That has nothing to do with it, just the theme. Well, the thing is, I but I think that the, they were. T- compl- I think it's completely apples and oranges because I don't think that they belittled this topic because I think they were t- dealing with it in a comedic way, whereas Flaws was all about we're going to have a serious episode of Girl Meets World and it's well, going like to deal said, with this I... dramatically and like we said the drama of this episode wasn't about the dealing with guilt it, so it was it was making that was taking yeah. that idea yeah. making it comedic with the Todd obviously yes the Todd thing is ridiculous but I don't think that's belittling it. I think it's just taking a comedic angle on this topic right so... and, I, and that way the the drama of the episode becomes something completely different than the sort of initial lesson the initial hook well the initial I... hook is Maya the initial hook is that whole opening scene with Maya and so I yeah because you're viewing the hook as the promos I think or is the fact that it's called Telltale Todd I'll give yeah. you that okay but, yeah that's true but uh, I, so I want to say that's the some... book they're reading I'm saying if if they're yeah. reading a book about maturity yeah why not uh, the thing is I, okay, I understand that I think you totally have points but I also think that this is a much much better. Uh, meshing together of different ideas than a lot of the other ones we've gotten. I think it's I think it's a much much better than mm-hmm. Squirrels. I think it's much much better than Gravity, and I, I so I, I think that there are still issues, but I do yeah. think that this is better than. I do want to point those. out. I'm not saying that they don't coincide. Yeah. I'm just saying I don't like how they only kind of coincide, and I think it really waters down both sides of it. Okay, so so I want to say uh, two things. Um, the first thing is because you said the thing about Telltale Hot. Telltale Heart. Telltale Heart. <laughs> and how, you know, they're reading Telltale Heart, so, like, yes. but what if they were reading a book about maturity? No. So, uh, a quick book that came to mind that could relate to life probably in, like, season four. It's <laughs> Maximum Ride. <laughs> Brought to you by Audible.com. <laughs> Look for Maximum Ride online. <laughs> Back off. No, I was going to say uh, The Scarlet Letter. Uh, um, yeah. And that, that could be interesting in later seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing I was going to say is because we're thinking about the maturity thing and and you know Maya matured by not um no Maya matured by confessing mm. uh what's you know, weird can I just pause I just want to talk about that no mm. <laughs> <laughs> Maya matured by confessing but Riley didn't confess she was yeah. thinking about it but Riley didn't do yeah. you think that that's kind of a maturity thing um that she didn't confess that, Yes, be, but my but my reasoning is because yeah. she's trying to take control of her world. And let's be honest here, you know, going to your parents about every little thing, like, mm. yes, you know, I'm not saying, you know, go out, do bad things, don't tell your parents, yeah. kids. But, you know, people do it. That's, I, that yeah. is a sign of growing I up, I actually honestly. think the, the, the sign of growing up for Maya is not about, like, because you could, if you wanted to, you could boil this down to do the right thing, kids, which is a really yeah. simple concept. But I actually think that the, the thing that they're going for more is... Ex- deal with consequences except yeah. sometimes sometimes the mature thing to do is fess up that you did something wrong and accept the consequences and so I don't think that like I don't think it's necessarily about like you should you know say whatever you should always tell the truth as much as yeah. it's about sometimes you should you when you realize you did something wrong you should accept yeah. that and I think and, that that lesson works for Maya but yeah. I also think that what Riley was going through works for Riley growing up yeah, because it, for Riley that wouldn't have been Riley maturing by yeah. saying it that would have just been Riley being Riley mm-hmm. but this is a new thing for Riley where you know the grow up thing and all of that mm-hmm. um that she's kind of like I'm not saying embracing a bad girl yeah. side but embracing you know like taking control of what's going on and, you yeah. know, like, maybe enjoying herself and not yeah. thinking of, like, not overanalyzing everything mm. because that's something that Riley needs to deal with is that she overanalyzes everything. 
one thing, so even though I really love the sorority girl thing, and I don't, I wouldn't say that it's like sexist because of all the things we've talked about, wouldn't it have been like way more, at least dramatically and character-wise satisfying for her to get really excited about learning from college and to be like, I want to go to college because like, look how smart these people are and I learned all these things. And Yes, uh, but I, as far as the quick humor, which her yeah. character was meant to deliver because in this episode. Yeah, you know, but I think you could do quick humor with that kind of but thing it's, too. But it's about the turn of expectation. Yeah. That's exactly what we expected. She Is was it? a girl... Like, I expect her to be a sorority girl, honestly, given everything we've seen of her. More, with her, than, with her more saying, than intelligence. With her saying... I would say that if anything... I would have expected her going to the party, yeah. saying, oh, gee, I don't know we should be here, but mm. oh, isn't it great that we can finally but, see what it's like to learn yeah. all these smart people? No, but I think if they had cool smart people that, like, motivated her to, like, you know, like, showing you that in college you can be, like, badass and cool, but you can also, like, love learning, and so it's not, like, the stereotypical nerd thing. It's, like, a different I think the role of her it. character here was to deliver yeah. that the kind of... You know, I didn't expect her to do that kind of laugh, yeah. which was the whole, oh, I'm going to get carried off now. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I still love that comedy. I'm just throwing out that Yeah, I want to see her be excited about college, not because of sororities, but because of learning. Yes. But I think and it was I a joke. I think that is to understand a little that. more in character. Uh, it, it's weird. I feel like she's both. Yeah. And honestly, that's more realistic if you're both. Yeah. Uh, but they're just not showing I don't think they're showing both. I think she's done intelligent things, but she hasn't been bookish in a really long time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I won't be surprised by bookishness, and I won't, but I also, I want to see it. Like, I'm also, Um, I'm sick of Corey calling on Farkle for every question and acting like his daughter couldn't possibly answer anything. Yeah. It's like, like, what's the point of, like, having a stay-at-home tutor? (laughs) I do want to hit rewind for a little bit, because I do want to say what I was going to say when you're talking about Maya and what made her grow up. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, Yes, the universe of the show is presenting that it was her confession that made her grow up yeah. to some of the characters. But yeah. I think, Dan, you were saying this earlier. For Josh, what mm-hmm. made her grow up was the fact that she snuck out it at all. Mm-hmm. It was that she was taking this Wait, sort of... And that's mm-hmm. Maya being Maya. And that was... For Josh? Why are you saying that? Josh yeah. said to Maya, you grew up. You he says that it. after he found out that she confessed yeah, and owned that, up. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't saying that about sneaking out. No, the no. college kids were saying, like, oh, like, you know, yeah. that stupid thing is still really good. Yeah, but he, he says that in direct response to finding out, oh, my yeah. God, you, you told them? That's really mature of you. Yeah. I, guess, okay. I think maybe I'm crossing some yeah. things out. But I think that there are certain characters in this episode which were championing the fact that she took this agency, mm. that she made this stand. And I know that the episode did say... It's not about the big gestures you do for other people. Yeah. But would you say that sneaking out was a gesture for other people, or was that a gesture for herself? Well, the gesture that you're doing it to get somebody else's attention. That she, that the idea is that she's, she's doing the, the... She's ridding her guilt to better herself and become a better person, not thinking about Josh. Whereas the gesture, even though it's like, yes, she's doing it to get Josh to like her, but it's, it's about Josh. It's not about her. And it's the whole thing of, like, we don't want people to have agency for the man. We just want them to have agency for themselves. Yeah. yeah. So right. I see what you're saying with that. I, um... How does that factor in with Riley, then? Because Riley is still doing that for Maya. Yeah. But I would say that that's kind of has a different take for that, don't you think? What you're saying, she's making a big gesture to help Maya. Okay, well, Caitlin, well, you were just saying that you think that even though it's maybe not showing that it'll oh, be good, that she's growing so because in- she snuck out. The initial Ryan. gesture was for Maya. Well, mm. no, actually not even because she wanted to be trusted by Maya. So Which and that's been a for, her. for her. No, that's for herself. That she. How, wa- how can you have said though? No, I, no, I disagree. I think I think he's. Can right. Can I explain what I mean though? Yeah. 
I think it's for herself because she wants other people to think this of her to make herself feel better. But then you can make the wants... exact same argument that yeah. Maya snuck out to show Josh for herself that I have the confidence. Yeah. I'm big, you know. Yeah. I, I'm the new, uh, the new, the new woman in town. Yeah. You know. But even if you say that the initial gesture is for Maya, I would say in the end it was for herself because she was. Oh, I'm actually having. I don't even care about what Maya's doing because I'm off with the Gamma Gamma New Girls. I'm off with B. You know, it's B Notre Dame guys. Well, okay. It swapped into that for humor, but I don't think that was the message. Well, no, because she says to the the tot sister you had the best night of your mm. life and you can't tell your parents mm. and it becomes all about her at that point it's not about actually Maya anymore. i'm gonna take it back i don't think riley grew and i don't think he was supposed to grow because he want by, at the end when she find before she finds out maya said anything she still wants to tell the parents and is like we should tell the parents and She's then, and then in, in the tag which you missed part of mm-hmm. she she says something like i'm never gonna do this ever again well, let's talk about the tot. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So I don't let's think, talk about well, the hold poster. On, hold on. So I don't think that Riley is supposed. I think it's just a Maya episode. It's about Maya's growth, and that Riley's struggling with this thing. But if she's not, it's not really about her growth, even if that could sort of be seen as growth in a way. Okay, I yeah. I, I see what you're saying there, and that you know that is a good point where she says like I'm never going to do this again. Yeah. I don't believe that, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I also I want to. Because we haven't, I want to give props to the writers for finally punishing the kids. Yes. Because I was really worried, especially when Riley was like, I felt so terrible. I'm never going to do this again. That was, I thought they were going to be like, well, we know you torture yourself enough, honey, that we don't have to punish you because you punish yourself. And that they, they, they actually then still punished her, I think, was the right choice. Yeah, I like that off. Also, we haven't even talked about the fact that I think it's really silly that, so Josh doesn't tell Corey, and that's applauded as a positive thing. And I am not okay with that. Well, that's what I'm trying to get into when I was saying, yeah. like, what is growth for different peoples? Mm. Peoples. Uh, peoples. All the peoples. <laughs> yeah. The plastic peoples of the Sometimes universe. Sometimes peoples work, but I don't know if this is a case where yes. it does. Anyway. You Sorry. know, <laughs> for, for Maya, it's a certain thing. For Riley, it was supposedly a certain thing. You may have disassembled that. Mm. For Josh, it's another certain thing that he's growing by realizing that Maya has grown and therefore accepting her as more of an equal. That's mm. him growing, but it's also him not fessing up to it He's being on their side, and then in that case, implicating himself in their scheme a little bit more, mm. being a friend to so, them, but not necessarily being the mature one. Yeah. So I don't think Josh is being applauded for not ratting them out. He's being applauded for walking them home and taking care of them, even yeah. though he, even though most teenagers would have been like, "Yeah, I'm going to stay at this, you know, college party. Mm. You girls get home on I the agree, metro yourself." But, but the fact See, that I don't that... know about that. You don't think that if, if your cousin, even if you didn't want them there, if your, not your, your niece, I keep screwing yeah. up, your niece, <laughs> burst into the college room where they had no business being, you don't think you even know if you want yeah. to say that, you wouldn't Honestly, it comes off like the nice guy principle sort of thing. It's like, oh, well, she was really, uh, like, she was really down and out and he could have taken advantage and he didn't. To me, it's just like, that's the base level. He's not a nice yeah. guy for walking his niece home. If well, he no, doesn't walk a... his niece home, he's a douchebag. Yeah. yeah. Right? No, I get that. No, I'm, I'm, and I'm not saying like, oh, like, look at the great thing. I'm just saying, I think Corey's applauding him for that. I, I don't know. Necessarily... But the fact that that cancels out, the fact that he didn't tell anyone well, makes no un- sense It's not about Corey. Okay, it's yeah, about yeah I understand universe. that then. Yeah. It's like, about the universe's judgment. All right, that's different. That's because different. I get that. Like, I under- like, people have this whole thing about never rat someone out, blah, 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 which I think is complete bullshit. But I... This is the explosive podcast. Never tell Dan a secret. <laughs> yeah. but, but, or tweeted all your secrets to Dan. <laughs> but, at GMW Podcast. Well, because I mean, like, in this, especially, this is like one of those instances where I think it's ridiculous. Of course you should rat them out. They're being unsafe and they're children. Yeah. And you yeah. should tell their parents that they're 
They could have been, like, raped. Like, yeah, like, I mean, the, I, some of the kids thought they were old enough to be at that party. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Like, there would be, in real world, there would be some guys who would not go, whoa, to find that. They'd be like, whoa. And so, like... Whoa, yeah. <laughs> No, I think they... I don't... I mean... Maybe there are I think some also guys. Some, I yeah, mean, no, creeps, I guess. I, but there are creeps in the world. Yeah, I think I think other creeps would have just not have cared. Yeah, not like intense. But they could have easily drank. They could have easily like. And that's what I'm talking about as far as the, the kind of Channel, the, the past up drama. Yeah, think of like, and that could have been into the guilt. That could have been into the growing up. Mm. But it kind of was in in neither. Yeah. It was just kind of brushed off in in in, in and in between place. Yeah, and I think that if they had made it about that, that they actually put themselves in danger or potentially did mm-hmm. and it was about the yeah. guilt of Josh maybe. Yeah. Maybe it was a trick and it was mm-hmm. actually Josh's guilt whether to tell or not because he was implicated somehow. Well they could have even had it be like Josh was a little drunk and then Maya realized like she doesn't like him like that. Like sort of yeah. like the Angela thing? Sort of like that but like not Not, like, not as intense yeah. as how yeah. they portray But more Sean. more of a disillusionment as, a, as, yeah. as opposed to just like and then he gets better and everything's perfect. Yeah. More just like oh he's not the guy I thought he was. And so I, I, I that still demonizes drinking. I, I mm, well, it demonizes. I think drinking, acting, acting when you stupid when you drink. The way be. the way he acts when he drinks, like it doesn't. Okay. Have to. Well, the thing. Okay, but okay. the I, I thing is, I'm not hard, gonna. Though. I'm not gonna blame them for not going that hardcore with it that in season two when yeah. the characters are this young, except for the fact. I don't think they had to, like, show or have a major plot point to be about yeah. drinking or whatever. But, like, it, it does remind me of the season one episode where Eric is telling everybody about high school and, yeah. and bringing up these ideas. And yeah. so they didn't ha- They could have had... They could have even had a speech where Josh gets really angry, like, legitimately angry at them and goes, do you have any idea how much trouble you could have gotten into? Yeah. You, like, yeah. People are drinking here. Yeah. Were you going to drink if I saw me drinking? You're being, like... It's also, like, the speech that Eric gives to Topanga or, like... Right. In that kind I of mean, thing. Think, yeah. think about all the possibilities that they just passed up, and this is part of what I'm talking about, is yeah. when they combine these two themes, or mm-hmm. whatever, this is what the moralities are, they kind of fit, but there's so much in between them that just gets lost. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think that this in particular is one episode that as far as what the lesson is, yeah. I literally could care less. Mm-hmm. Yes, this episode had funny parts, but as far as what it's actually trying to tell me, I feel... I literally, why are you even bothering to show me this? I don't even understand what they think I'm getting out of this. Yeah, that was a, you know, that was a great point, Dan. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, so, obviously I don't think Disney Channel is ready to let Grandma's World show drinking and drugs and all of that. Yeah. Are, but are they not ready to let them... Speak uh, about it. Yeah, to yeah. Talk about the abstract idea. Yeah. Um... But I do want to... I don't know. And that's yeah. actually really problematic if they're not. Yeah. Because I can understand to a degree why they wouldn't want to show that on their on Disney Channel. But, you know, and I also, still talk to talk I also about think it. as far as writing goes, if you know that these are the, the parameters you're stuck in, then maybe just don't even have a college thing. Like, because yeah. if you know you can't go there, then don't put us in places where people are going to bring that up. I do want to talk to you as far as about... You're saying that you didn't get anything out of the message of this episode. I think that the quote... Like, the all-knowing Lucas season one quote of, <laughs> <laughs> the quote of, like, don't do big gestures, the like, big gestures for other people aren't how you grow up, it's more about the little things you do for yourself. I think that lesson is an intelligent, interesting lesson. Do you think they taught that lesson, though? Well, uh, uh, we'll get to that in a second. As far as just, like, that message, I think, is an interesting message, especially to aim at middle schoolers, because forget about it, whether it's for, like, a boy or whatever, so much of everything a middle schooler, at least when I was in middle school, did was for everybody else. Especially, like, what you said the thing about 
you know, R Riley is doing this so that other people perceive her this way differently. I don't, I don't want to be perceived this way. That's not about growing up. You don't yeah. want to be doing things so that people perceive you a certain way. You want to be doing things that for yourself way, so that you perceive yourself a certain way. That's a lot closer to the Riley and Lucas thing that we just saw. Yeah. And I would say if you were to project that message onto that episode, it would actually be kind of solid. Can you sort of... Well, be be well because they were trying to project this sort of, well, we're in a relationship for everybody else. They think yeah, that we should be. Yeah. And yeah. then, oh, but we realize, you know what? We need to stop. This is not about them. This is not about what I think you should be for me, what you think I should be for, mm. for you know, I us, us together. Girls... We need to, Sorry, you know, we need to figure out what is good for us, what's good for ourselves growing yeah. up. How do we grow up individually mm. and how do we grow up together? Yeah. I think the college girls would have been more effective if they said something like that. Like, who are you doing this for? Is this for you? Do you, like... What is it that's... They could have been, like, hardcore me. feminists. It would have been kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> they could like, don't do this with this guy. Be grow up for yourself. Yeah, even if they were friends with him, you know what I mean? Yeah. They start, now we're in kind of a different kind of humor, yeah. though. The turn of expectation. And, and, yeah, they, like, down... Yeah. And uh, that, that's... like, thanks, guys. And that's the thing that I do like about that message, because I think that, that there is a, a potential... Like, it's, it's more than just that, but I do think there's a potential interesting feminist message in that, too. Which, I, I think it goes even further than that, but I do like that message. I do agree it was muddled. I do agree there were some yeah. issues here. I still, even though we've definitely, you've definitely opened my, my mind a lot about this episode, I see there are a lot of issues. I still love this episode. This is still, actually, honestly, this is one of my favorite episodes. I, I also want to, sorry. agree with you that that mm -hmm. is a great message overall. Yeah. I just think that this episode had almost nothing to do with that. And it's also, mm -hmm. it gets kind of lost. And I am going to say... That without getting too specific, because I'm a little confused, because okay. like you just said, this is a metal episode. Yeah. I may have been hypocritical about as far as like, oh, what did Riley learn? What did Maya learn? And I'm because I'm confused with this episode, honestly. Yeah. And I I don't know specifics because I'm not even sure if I have been. I will say overall, not quite as extreme, but my overall feelings as I reflect on this episode, it's very similar to Squirrels, mm -hmm. and that I really wish that I could have liked it more. Yeah. I get that. And I not quite as harsh, but there's so much humor in this episode that I enjoyed. But overall, I think the morality, the the pose of, of where this morality comes from, I honestly, I just i am so detached from. I don't mm -hmm. get it. I think it does very little for me, and I think it wastes, honestly, it wastes my time. The morality of this episode, I feel, wastes my time. Uh, I don't feel that way. I, I think that... I think that the talk, I think that they did try to cram maybe a few too many things, but I, I still think that the idea of the talk comes through. I think the idea of, you know, dealing with consequences comes through. I think the idea of doing things for yourself to grow comes through. I, I think that I, the best of all those sentiments yeah. were told to me, but not shown to me. Yeah, I can see that. And only the worst of those sentiments were shown to me. Mm. And so. And, and I, my only, I, and so I think there are a lot of things that sort of are debatable here as far as like, is the beginning awful or does Josh sort of like her and that makes it okay? I think that so I, I think that the only thing that to me that's really really bad about this episode that's not debatable is the way that that Josh was treated by the girls in the college you know, yeah like, who we, were the right ones somehow yeah, yeah because because like I'm gonna say that Maya like you know jumping on his back and getting other people to root for her and everything it's like it's, it's Farkle-esque. and yeah. you know we've had these issues with Farkle and I have similar issues with Maya in this episode yeah. and 
I just, I, I don't, like, like if we tweeted at the writers, it's like, oh, Maya's being loyal. Yeah. Is Maya, <laughs> the way that they say Farkle's yeah. loyal? I, and I don't have... buy that either. Yeah. Uh, and so, I mean, like, I We should know. have the word Farkle-esque added to the dictionary. Farkle-esque. <laughs> and I'm just, right. I, I don't know, I'm having these big conflicting, not really conflicting, I'm just mad. Yeah. Because I don't. How dare they make Maya like that? She was my favorite. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the other thing is that I really, we've now had, what, four episodes about this? Well, I'm going to take the first one out, because the yeah. first one doesn't really count, because they were just flirting. So, if you take, so we had three episodes. Well, I mean, we could, but the flirting, especially when no, we no, said, about we'll the be, rejection. Yeah, yeah, we've had okay. two episodes in a row where, he, where he's acting ridiculous and he's rejecting her. Yeah. And it's not changing. Yeah, we, we and had, they attempted, yeah. Riley attempted to teach her a lesson, yeah. and then the college girls were, they didn't say anything yeah. to Riley, but the universe was basically saying, no, yeah. Riley, you're wrong, let yeah. the older girls who know better t- tell yeah. it how it is. So, but the thing is, like, both first date and this, like, give the illusion, in a way, of there's a new, there's a step forward, but I don't think there really is in either yeah. of, in either case. I mean, Riley's more right than the college girls in this episode, yeah. which is annoying that she gets belittled here, because if we're going to say, you know, take the younger girl seriously, Riley should have been taken more seriously what, in this what episode, What do you think she gets belittled Maya. with? Could you expand on that? Well, well, she says, Maya, what do you even really know about No, I, I think that they actually agree with her. Who the college the girls. Show? You know, the college girls. Because the because they they call it a crush at first too, and, and she has to defend herself to them and then Maya and then Riley agrees with them and then Maya sets her it's only once Maya sets her little like monologue that everybody's like, Oh and, and no, nobody ever, yeah. and nobody ever does go. He's in love with you. No one ever goes like Unless you have you're to a drunk be... college girl. <laughs> <laughs> n- n- none of them. None of them. None of none of the characters say like you have to fall for. Like they, it, it's it's just a weirdly worded way of kind of the same sentiment that we got in game and game night, which is that I'm in it for the long game. As far as like the the ending sentiment mm-hmm. there is like eventually you'll both be in college yeah. and it'll be okay. But when you're like, 18 yeah. and he's yeah. 21. In the meantime. Which is the, the big irony about this. If this is about maturity and about personal growth, mm-hmm. that's saying in the meantime, we're stuck in this weird limbo where we can neither of us can mature appropriately. Yeah. And that's the huge issue. Mm-hmm. So even if you do end up like that, the fact that you're fighting so hard right now is proving that you shouldn't end up like that. Yeah. There I, are so many good jokes in this episode, yeah. but there's so many just major issues at the same time. Major which issues? Makes- <laughs> I, I, I still, I, I mean, I think there At least for me, I yeah. understand why you don't... Because to me, the really, way. the only major issues for me are in the college room, in the dorm room. I don't know why I keep saying college room. But yeah, in the dorm Most room... Most of those she, college rooms. <laughs> the dorm room was messy. Well, I, I do have some issues with no, the No, I thought they there, kept but... it pretty clean, actually, for college ah. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that pig stuffed animal. Someone get me that pig stuffed animal. I'm looking at you, Keith. And she'd be looking no, at, looking she'd at, be looking at Jer- and kind of Jeremy Armstrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Look at you, Jeremy Armstrong. Looking right at you, right through the microphone into cyberspace. Yeah. I'm willing to forgive you about that fuzzy tater top for this. If, <laughs> if you give me a pig. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> let's move into mail time. Oh, let's move into audible time. Well, I was going to say, so our little mid-podcast... Audible time. All right, so we are now sponsored by audible.com. We have this cool little offer for you people over there. Yep. 
Okay, as we get into mail time, I just want to make a reminder for everyone listening out there that today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. And so as you're tweeting us in and on your computer or phone, remember that you can sign up for a free 30-day trial account at Audible.com, which includes a free audiobook download. Just check in at, where is it? Audibletrial.com slash Podcast. That's the one. Yes. I can read. <laughs> www.audibletrial.com slash Podcast. So basically, you can sign up for this 30-day trial. It helps us out. It helps out Audible. And you get a free audiobook. And you can even get the audiobooks that, well, the books that we've recommended in the past. Right. In our last podcast, I recommended Maximum Ride Forever, which is the last book in the Maximum Ride series, but if you want to start at the beginning, they have Maximum Ride The Angel Experiment, which is one of my favorite books from the series, probably my favorite, and it's action-packed, and it's great, and I love it, and check it out, and tweet at us or email at us if you check it out. Yeah, and this is, it's important to point out, this is a totally risk-free trial, like, you don't have to stick with it if you don't want to, but it's totally worth checking out, in my opinion, I've been using Audible for like six years now, I am visually impaired. I don't really like reading books. I mostly just listen to Audible. And so I have everything from Game of Thrones to, you know, to Da Vinci Code or whatever. Harry, Harry Potter's not on there. I'm sorry. But, um, <laughs> so but, you can't figure out why we hate the Ginny stuff so yeah. much. <laughs> um, but that's not Audible's fault. They just are very tight on the rights on those. The licensing. Yeah. But uh, totally check it out. They, you know, audio, audio podcasts. I mean, if you like podcasts, you like audio content. This is great for like traveling to the on the bus or whatever. Right. Audible.com, Audible's app is great. Check it out, audibletrial.com slash podcast. Please help us out, we're poor. Say Audible, <laughs> say Audible one more time. Audible. Nice. All right, mail time. Audible.com. Mail time. Audibletrial.com slash gmwpodcast. Mail time. All right, so we're doing uh, a bridged, unlike the, uh, some, most of the books on audible.com, we're doing a bridged <laughs> version of mail time. Um, there are some abridgments there, but I go for the unabridgments. Alright, so we're doing um, we're doing three tweets and an email. I thought we'd just do three tweets, but then we got this nice email, and it's from someone who's never tweeted it before. I wanted to read it, so I'm gonna have somebody else read it. Um, why me? Well, oh, why we're starting with the email? Yeah. Okay. This email comes in from Alex the Alex. Oh, do you know what? I bet it's a quote, uh, uh, a joke from Corey the Corey Matthews. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, because we were discussing that before we were recording. <laughs> yeah. But Alex the Alex writes in this week. Comment, colon. Oh my god, I'm sorry. He's the <laughs> he used, he used uh, gmwpodcast.com's contact us <laughs> in order to send this in. You can also do that. You can also send us emails at gmwpodcast.gmail.com or check us out on Twitter at gmwpodcast or check out our, our YouTube gmwpodcast. Or, or sign up for a free 30-day trial from... <laughs> <laughs> also, iTunes, write us and review us, please. So if you want to be cool like Alex the Alex and be a the of yourself, email in. <laughs> At GMW Podcast. Well, that's Twitter. At boom, boom. Moving on. Comment. <laughs> oh my god. Colin. We're never going to read this again. I realized I didn't complete my thought in my first message. Oh, this is a new... Oh, this is the <laughs> second one from Alex. <laughs> I apologize, Alex the Alex. Here we go. Alex the Alex. Here's the original Alex the Alex. Comment, colon. Hello, friends. Long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> Hello, Alex. <laughs> I, I'm glad that you finally worked up the courage to talk to us. Hey, here's the good thing. If if we had, like, a way to, for people to call in, would people want to call in and leave us voicemails for us to play? I was going to ask that. 
Or like what, what does, yeah, what does that uh, Google form line? How does that actually work? I don't. I don't. Do you get to talk to them, or do they just? Uh, leave excuse you me, messages? Alex. The Alex is speaking. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I'm sorry, there, Alex. The Alex. No, I'm not. We'd have to do like a live show for them to talk to us, which we, that could be the whole thing we do at some point. But I'm talking. Or that, a, that could just be you know. I'm talking just generally. I'm not uh, even saying a recording of that. I'm just saying an interactive thing. Oh, you just t- they call us and we I don't talk. Know. No, I don't. Does anyone no. like That's us? That's something we could talk about. I don't know what it I'm is. talking more about that they can be like, "How I liked this episode," you know, and and I'm gonna call up this line, leave my leave my minute and a half saying what I thought about this episode, and then we play it and we talk yeah. about it. Okay. It's, it's just like an email, but we don't have to read it. Okay, let us know. So if they, you're have, they, don't have to, they don't have to deal with us struggling to speak as we read their email. <laughs> okay, back to Alex the Alex or us mispronouncing their names. Yes. Comment, <laughs> colon. Hello, friends. Long-time listener, first-time caller. I'm a 22-year-old dude headed to grad school who loved Boy World and really likes Gomi's World. I don't think I like the Telltale Tot. I thought there were some more lazy jokes than normal. Maya sleeping, Maya jumping on Josh's back for, no, for a really long time. I also didn't understand the joke about Cory being 20 years older than Topanga, or maybe the other way around. They keep pointing out that there's a three-year gap between Maya and Josh, and they should. It's creepy. If you were a college freshman, and you found out their partner was a freshman in high school, you would give them endless crap and be slightly concerned. You kind of, okay, so I don't know if they made a typo, but the idea here is that, like, if Keith was a college freshman, I was his friend, and I found out that he was dating a high school freshman, I would give him flack about that. And if Caitlin found out, well, there'd be a whole other issue. Yes. (laughs) Oh, well, do we want to talk about the, the, the 20 years older joke? Oh yeah, my my understanding of that is they're saying that Corey looks old. And he's tired. tired. He's old. He's tired. Yeah, yeah, and Topanga looks so young and hot yeah. and doesn't yeah. you know age. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Motto. Which really, that's writer strong. <laughs> Motto I heard back in the day is half the age of the older person plus seven is not creepy. Maya fails, which which be fifteen and a half, which Maya is fourteen. Well, so okay, so the the way this rule works yeah, is so you, you take you take Josh's age, who's seventeen, divide it in two, so then it's eight and a half. And then you add seven. So the youngest he could date would be 15 and a half. Yeah. And he's 14, so it doesn't work. Rowan and Augie were great. I have a feeling Rowan didn't love acting like a stereotypical sorority girl, but it was funny. Yes, she's a powerful actress taking over the world. <laughs> Making it her own world? Maybe she didn't like that. I don't know. Though, I mean, there's, all, there's a branch of feminism that would like being able to act that way, so I'm not necessarily yeah. sure that that's and, true. And then there's me who would like to once again remind you that many sororities do great charity work around the world. Check them out at audible.com. <laughs> Audibletrial.com. GMW. <laughs> podcast that that that's different read a book don't about it don't let your parents see you do that or do i don't know this is what? Weird okay you're <laughs> going a weird direction what are you on. doing alex the alex right <laughs> comment <laughs> okay so what was the next paragraph i'll be continuing alex the alex's email for the sake starting, of alex the alex yes starting with i thought it was interesting that peyton was given the day off like many episodes in season one, when there wasn't much for the boys to do, Corey was in for at least a bit, but no Peyton. I wonder why. I want more interesting characters, but Zay or whatever needs to go back to Texas. Apparently you also ship Zay to Texas. <laughs> I enjoy your work. Oh, well, thank you. I plan on writing more. We're looking forward to it, and we hope to do Including better. Including right now, where he dun, dun, had to dun. finish his Kagawiception. <laughs> Whoa! Comment. I really... <laughs> I realized I didn't. 
<laughs> I realized I didn't complete my thought in my first message. It isn't realistic for middle school girls to go hang out at a college. I am glad they pointed that out to Maya, acknowledging it was it, it while in the dorm. If if they girls, I'm sorry, you have Not some typos here. That easy, isn't it? <laughs> if if the girls were sophomores or juniors in high school, I'd believe it. But I don't. Uh, but you don't go from thinking the party ends at 10 to, to rushing a sorority. Uh, <laughs> I love that they put a blindfold on her though and took her away. And then Josh is like, bring her back. <laughs> there is no uh, chance the college edge girls would have been so nice because they are 14. The college edge? The college aged girls would have been so nice because they are 14. If they take home message, if the take home message is someday the three, uh, the three years won't be a big deal, so just wait. Great. If the message is Josh, in a few years the difference won't be that big a big deal, so just go for it. No, 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 no. Uh, okay, I think I'm done with my part two of my rant. Alex the Alex. We salute you. Alex. <laughs> my Alex. <laughs> You're Alex. captain, my captain. All right. I do think, I we didn't really, we talked about this before the episode, but we didn't really get into this as far as that I totally believe college girls taking these middle school girls under their wing and wanting to help them with love and things if like that. If they're mildly drunk. I know. I no, just I would it. do it anyways. You basically do it on this podcast. That's true. Like, honestly, like... And I, I always try to get your little cousins to come and see the campus. They don't want to. I know. <laughs> no, I mean, there are... I think that totally happens. I think that... I would love to do that if, like, you know, like, one of my friends brought their, like, little sister to campus and I would, like, talk to them. Actually, if they, if they had I, any I questions think, for me, I would talk to them I if they had any problems. I do think it's one of the things that happen in the situation yeah. like that. I also think that just because they're being nice yeah. doesn't mean that they're right. I think yeah. that's the biggest yeah. problem. Is no, that but, but that's the different. It's just saying like it's totally unrealistic. I don't think it's unrealistic. I just don't yeah. agree with the things they're saying. Uh, I would yeah. say also, if you were going to talk about reality, I think the fact that they are being so nice probably means they're more likely to be wrong. Mm. Just because they're trying to just... Oh, this is a nice young girl. Nice people we are must... wrong. <laughs> yes. Oh if we learned anything from Girl Meets Truth. Oh my god, you <laughs> learned the wrong lesson. Let it go. No, they taught the wrong lesson. There's a difference. Uh, and I'm beautiful. So, yeah, I mean, like, even like, I, I went to visit my sister in college in eighth grade, and like, everybody edgy. was. Edgy. It was so edgy. We went crazy. Um, no, like everybody Your like thought it was loving sister. They listened to a lot of you too. <laughs> um, probably more like High School Musical at that point in our lives. Gross. But, <laughs> um, but no, like everybody like thought it was really cool to have me around and like took me under their wing and stuff. I so I don't think it's totally crazy at all. But did you come having like a, a middle school problem playing out in front of? <laughs> I think that I no, honestly. Uh, I, as someone who's, like, had my brother's, like, older female friends around at a bunch of different ages, they always are like, oh my god, you brought your sister, yay, like, let me talk yeah. to you, like, what's going on in your life? Or, like, if I was, like, feeling down about something, they would, like, leave my brother and, like, yeah, we'd go I, off again. They probably I, tried to make you feel really good if you had a problem, but they probably gave you really horrible advice. Just well, that's to make not the, that's not key, the That doesn't key. matter. <laughs> the whole thing we're talking about is, is it realistic? And the fact that it happens in real life I already agree that's one of the yes. possibilities that would happen, so I don't know yeah. why you're mad at me. <laughs> I'm having a separate argument. Anyway. We're always having a separate argument. Yeah, you're like Girl Meets World, but you can't just pick one thing. To do. <laughs> I ended this one and moved on. There's well, a difference. We, had, we were considering this argument. Well, you're both wrong. So, I mean... <laughs> you learned the wrong lesson. <laughs> I think that... 
Uh, especially given the kind of, like, if they had, if it had been, like, a big party, like, an actual college party yeah. thing, yeah. and then they, like... There would more immediate danger. There well, no, no, like, no, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. Oh. I'm saying that if that had been, if it had been like that, and they stopped the party to help out these middle school girls... <laughs> Look at me! <laughs> Caitlin's just gonna like, die. She's, like, hyperventilating. I think that would have been crazy and unrealistic, but this, honestly, to me, I don't think... They weren't supposed to be, like... I'd call the cops thing, if I found middle school girls may, at a college party. It's 10 o'clock May. They haven't started drinking yet. So I, to me, it just seemed like they were just chatting. And then these girls came in. They're like, oh, these cute girls. I'm going to give them advice. It I felt like they were about to pregame. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's also hot. I mean, I don't... Did any of you... I don't think... Did you go to a college as a senior in high school and, like, him, like, be brought around? Because... I assume that they would. I mean, what do you mean in what way? Like, like on a tour? No, yeah. no. I mean like stay for the night. Like that's like a whole like, like a thing people do. They so. had things that you could do that. Like you stay with a, with a freshman in college. No, they had things where like all they had people that they were looking. Yeah, you know, could, there's like events or like you were yeah. camping or something. Well, so I don't know if like in the real real world, if like I was a senior in uh, high school and I was and I stayed for the night with a freshman. If they like, if it would be expected, like if the reality is that they would bring me to parties and I would drink, or if they would, be, if they would take like extra care of me, make sure that I don't drink because the administration. I think it'd would be, be upset one of those it. things where that it depends on who you. Yeah. Get. With, with yeah. anything else, yeah. it's all those things that your experience would widely vary. Yeah. Especially, it's his friend. It's not like it's just like some guy he was yeah. matched up with. So. So even if somebody like say is an RA, mm-hmm. an RA who's bringing this random student, an RA who's bringing this friend they already know, yeah. is going to be a wholly di- a totally different experience. Yeah, I know a lot of RAs that would drink with their residents. Yeah, don't do that, kids. Don't or do. <laughs> so at GMW no <laughs> at GMW Buzz says, what comparisons did you get from Boy Meets World in the mailbox episode, which is the fugitive from season one? Uh, the class discussion is also about Telltale Heart. That is what they say. Do we have anything else? That's a good. That's a good comparison. Yes, I, um, I, I'm sorry that we've been slacking off and we don't have Jeremy Pape in the immediate distance. Just the whip us into distance. shape. I'm tired. Vicinity? Whatever. It's what? Like one? Leave me alone. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm gonna move on. We were trying I'm to get tired. I'm, I'm, only, I'm reading this one last tweet, and then we're cutting out. I know I said we read three tweets, but I'm counting the email as one of the tweets. What a jerk! I'm Whoa. a jerk. I apologize. This is going on longer than I thought, and we're probably not gonna get it up until tomorrow. I apologize. At Keith Bissett says, "Yes, I, I, <laughs> I liked." Also, he was funny because I tweeted, "I'm not gonna tweet my thoughts about this until Keith and Caitlin have seen the episode." And he yeah. tweeted me, "What? I've already seen the episode." <laughs> <laughs> Well, Keithception. Not, that's not true. I'm gonna read though. He said, "I liked what they did with Rise uh, Conscience. The jock scene and the college kids was weird, as we've discussed. Weird. Augie was used Gross. well. Gross. Augie was used well. Sorry. Well. B plus. I'm sorry, Keith. The set. Your uh, your alter ego is uh, getting jealous and doesn't like the attention being on another Keith. Yes. Um, there can only be one. Are you the alpha? Something like that. Alright, I guess fine, I'll be nice and I'll read one more. I read Mezzo... See, so I take Dan, it. Dan, guilted much like <laughs> the college girl's guilted Josh, has decided that he must do this thing that he promised. Mezzo Vanella says, I liked the conscience lesson, but the college girls and boys carrying Riley was unrealistic, but I haven't been to college, so... <laughs> 
I mean... I have been carried. Have you? Yes. The things they carry. <laughs> Check it out on what? audible.com. <laughs> Audibletrial.com slash podcast. Also, there's a link on our website, gmwpodcast.com, if that makes life easier for you. Yes. So, I haven't been carried, but... It's a fun we... new joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, I haven't been... Is this how you're supposed to use the sponsor thing? I, I, hope, I think so. I, hope, I mean, we did we did the more professional, realistic one, so I think it's okay. And, uh... <laughs> hey, if Audible has an issue, I'm sure we'll hear about it, so... <laughs> Alright. Um... Can't, can't wait. Can't wait to get reprimanded by Audible.com. Send in hate mail. mail. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think we're gonna get... Or, or send something. us hate mail on behalf of audible.com. Nice. I don't know. If I like they, that. Pretend should, you're audible.com. I should say I don't know if they have the things they carry, but I assume they do because they're a great service that you should try out. And they should carry it. Yeah. Um. Yes. So that happened. I. <laughs> I think we're gonna end out here, guys. Oh God. Have either of you been carried in college? So have you have I been, been carried? No. Carried. Carried. By like a mob of humans? Who were ca- who carried you? I didn't have a mob of humans, but I've been carried by two people at once before. I've carried other people. Were you injured? Was it out of celebration? I can't say. Oh my. Actually, well, no, it was both. I guess gave... it was mo- Wait, no, I've been carried more than twice. I have just given lots of drunken piggyback rides, which uh, somehow rides. ended up... Well, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about our drunken escapades. They somehow podcast. ended up better than when I wasn't drunk and gave Caitlin a piggyback ride and destroyed my face. <laughs> but... Well, that's just we were in high school and you were practicing for college piggyback yes. rides. Yes. Um, don't drink until you're 21. Um, that's right. Don't, don't, tr- don't drink and piggyback. Yes. Totally doesn't say... Unless you're capable of handling it. Which I was. Which you're not. Yeah. <laughs> you're definitely All not right. capable of being sober. So, check us One out One was the at... Red Sox winning the World Series, though. Okay. So, check us out at GMW Podcast on Twitter. GMWpodcast.com. And GMW uh, Podcast email. GM, Gmail. One of those things. YouTube. <laughs> okay. But most importantly, most importantly, please... Most importantly... Audibletrial.com slash GMW podcast. I guess, I guess second that, most important. Second most importantly, I'd really love a, a nice little review, please, on iTunes. Please. It's been a while. Please. And it, 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 like, it would make me happy, <laughs> and I'll stop Caitlin from making noises like that if you send us a review. <laughs> so, thank you for listening. And as always, we're sorry. Dream. Try. Do good. Class, Class dismissed. dismissed.